Alright, I just want to share a few stories to start with of people I know who have encountered God. This is a picture of my friend Mark. And uh, I sort of knew him in early adulthood. Uh, he wasn't a Christian. Um, and he had just finished year 12. And he was at a low point in his life. He'd done something, I don't know what it was. He'd done something which he said was really, really wrong and had really caused pain for another person. And uh, up to that point in time, he thought he was a really good person. But whatever he did changed the opinion he had of himself. And uh, he ran out after doing it into a field and went for a run. And he said he was just crying in frustration at himself when he suddenly heard a voice. Now, not the voice that we all hear in our head, but he heard a voice outside himself. And the voice said, don't worry, everything will be okay. And he looked around and there was no one there. And then he heard it clearly again. And he realised, even though he didn't really believe in God, he realised, this is God speaking to me. And he looked up, because he said, I think of God being up you know, in the sky, that's how I used to think of him. And he heard the voice a third time. And then silence. And he said, he realised at that moment he had to find out about God. And so he went on his way and... Um, about three or four weeks later, university started and it was orientation week and he happened to walk by a stall that a Christian group had set up and on it you had to fill out some details about what you believed about spirituality in the afterlife. And so he, he thought to himself, oh, I don't want to stop there. And then he remembered that event and remembered that he had said he was going to find out about God and he stopped at that stall and he filled out the questionnaire. And that was the beginning of his Christian journey. Second person, I know even better than, than Mark, it's uh, Nicole. So she, she was a Christian. She grew up in a Christian family. And she was at church at Easter time. And she was singing. And she remembered, or she realized something. She realized that she didn't really understand what she was singing about. I might get the story a bit wrong, so apologize if I do. Uh, this was sort of when we had just met. And she, she talked about it and wrote, wrote it down this story, so I, I found her story on, in her documents. <laughs> and I, she'd written these words, I realised that I didn't understand it all and I desperately needed to. And so that was the Easter weekend. Sometime later, she went into, uh, she was at university and she went into a phone booth back in the days before mobile phones and there was a tract there, one of those little funny things that has words on it that Christians give to people that look a bit strange. And it had these words on it, why is Mary crying? And then she opened it up at lunchtime and read it. Um, and she wrote this, by the end of reading it, I was the one crying. God was urging me to take my faith seriously. Third person who I know who's had an encounter with God is this man, Louis. And he, he came and shared his story at church recently. He's a friend of Neil's. And uh, Louis wasn't, wasn't a Christian either. This is recent. This is about a year and a half ago. He had just come out of the gym and he went to cross the road at a pedestrian crossing. And the little man started flashing green. He started to walk and he heard a voice in his head saying, your heart will stop now and you're going to die. And he said that he cried out in his head. Oh, he knew it was God. 
No, God, please, it's not my time. And then he collapsed and had a cardiac arrest in a downtime of three hours, which is a long time to have no heartbeat. Um, obviously, the paramedics came and worked on his heart, and he ended up having an angiogram, and he had... Uh, he was unconscious during all this time, of course, and he had a blockage of his arteries, and uh, he went into a coma for two weeks. And um, in that time, he had all these visions. And his family were told by the doctors, this man has zero chance of recovery, we should extubate and we should get rid of the tube and let him die peacefully. Uh, but they said no. And in this time, he was having these visions, and it was dark visions, he said, and there was darkness and fear in them. And during one of these visions, he thought, this is it, it's all over. He didn't even know he was unconscious. He was just having these dreams. And when he said that, the voice that said, you're going to die now, spoke again and said, it's not over until I say it's over. And then this light started streaming into the darkness and the darkness disappeared and he woke up out of his coma. So here's three encounters people had with God. Mark had an encounter through, through a low point in his life and then through some group of friends he met at university. Nicole had an encounter through reading something. And Louis had an encounter through a miracle. One of these things, I, as I was thinking about these encounters with God, one of these things I noticed was in each one of these encounters, God initiated it. He was the one who made it happen. In the Bible story we just read, in the book of Matthew in the, in the New Testament, there were some encounters with God. I don't know whether you noticed them. But the first one that happened was the Magi, the, the wise men. They encountered God by seeing a star that wasn't there. They saw him in nature. We saw his star when it rose. Joseph, husband of Mary, he encountered God too. A messenger from God, an angel, came to him in a dream. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, it said in Matthew 1. There were two more encounters, though. I don't know whether you really noticed them. They're easy to miss. King Herod had an encounter with God. The wise men came to him and said, God's chosen one is being born now. We saw a star. Herod heard this. There was an encounter he had with God. And then there were the religious teachers. They also had an encounter with God. They went to the Bible, the scriptures, and they saw what the prophet had written. They encountered God through his words in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Four encounters with God in the story we just read. So God initiated all of them, but in each encounter, a response needed to happen from the people who were receiving that encounter. Think about the wise men. How did they respond? They saw the star, they knew God was behind it, and they started searching. Their response was to encounter God and to search all the harder. That's why they went into Judah, or Judea, and they went to the king and said, where's the one who's been born king? Joseph, when he encountered God through a dream, his response was obedience. God gave him a command to marry, marry Mary, and he obeyed. Joseph did what the angel had commanded. Herod. He responded very differently. He responded with retaliation. 
It said in Matthew 2, 3, Herod was disturbed. He heard the news about God's son and he was disturbed. And actually, we didn't read it, but then later on, when he found out this boy had been born, he sent his soldiers in to kill every boy under the age of two in Bethlehem. So he responded with violence and retaliation. And the religious teachers also responded. I don't know whether you notice in the story, though, nothing was said about how they responded. Just a blank slate. Now, if you had just been told God's son has been born, wouldn't you have gone looking for him? They decided not to. They did nothing. They just ignored the encounter. So we, we lit the four candles earlier. And uh, we lit the candles of hope, joy, peace and love. And then the fifth candle, Jesus. In Matthew one twenty three, we read the words, they will call him Emmanuel. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about encountering God. Emmanuel is a word that means God is with us. The birth of Jesus was all about encountering God. It's in the name. And again, you can think about how the four different people responded in the story. The Magi had the encounter and they responded with hope. They decided to go searching. Joseph went from despair to joy. He married Mary and there was joy. He responded to that encounter with joy. Now Herod could have chosen peace. He could have responded with peace in the encounter, but he actually chose the opposite of peace. He chose retaliation and war and hatred. And the religious leaders... They chose to ignore. And so that was indifference. I guess I I think of, of indifference as the opposite of love. That's what they chose, indifference instead of love. They could have chosen love and they didn't. So we've got four people, two responding one way, two responding the other way. That's what Christmas is all about. That's its real meaning, isn't it? It's about encountering the living God, the God of light. But it wasn't just an encounter for people back then, not just for the people in the story. The encounter is for all humanity. In John 1, the book uh, book in the New Testament, we can read these words about the birth of Jesus. The word became human and he lived among us. Among us. So it's for all people, this encounter. It's not just for those people. Emmanuel means God is with us. He wasn't, wasn't just was with us, he is with us. So it wasn't just for people in the past, it's for people in the present. Us includes me, it includes you. God may not be physically present among us now, but he does continue to speak to people today. He spoke to Louis, he spoke to Nicole, he spoke to Mark. He'll find a way to speak to you. Perhaps he already has spoken to you. Perhaps tonight he's speaking to you. And in fact, you have heard him tonight because we read the passages about what Jesus said about himself. We heard the the statements where Jesus said, I am the light, I am the path, I am the gate, I am the bread of life, I am the vine, I am the shepherd. He has spoken to you tonight in those words.
And when he does speak to you, because he's going to speak to you, how are you going to respond? How do you want to respond to the God who created you when he speaks to you? You can respond like Joseph with obedience, or you can respond like the religious teachers with hatred and ignorance. You can respond like the wise men with hope and searching. Or you can respond like Herod with retaliation. The choice is ours to make. So let me finish just with uh, two Bible verses that I think are really beautiful. The first one we started today's church service with from Hebrews in the New Testament. Today, if you hear his voice, if you hear the voice of Jesus, don't harden your hearts. And then in the final book of the Bible, Jesus says these words, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with that person and they with me. That's the invitation.